1: most turkey hunters have or use decoys at some point. Maybe you're thinking about buying some or trying to figure out when's the best time to use them. On this episode though, I'm gonna talk about three times when turkey decoys are a liability instead of a benefit. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and I'm excited as always about turkey season one of my favorite times to be in the woods, looking for turkeys, seeing turkeys, hearing turkeys, hopefully, taking turkeys home. And of course, what are a lot of people do in carrying their own turkeys into the woods to go turkey hunting, carrying decoys in, using them as a tool to, to find and get and bring home birds. Now, before I say anything, I want to say this. I have turkey decoys. I've got some cheap ones. I've got some really nice ones. I believe that there are times and places when turkey decoys are very helpful, maybe an extremely helpful tool. However, I must also acknowledge that there is a turkey hunting or turkey decoy market. There is a turkey decoy industry. There is big money in this industry. People want turkey hunters to buy and use decoys everywhere, every time, the best decoys and lots of them. You watch Turkey Hunters on TV or a lot of the ones that are on YouTube, they are sponsored by decoys. And decoy companies they are incentivized to use decoys and to show how good decoys are and there's a lot of people shooting turkey hunting video and i'll talk about this a little later but there are times when decoys can help you if you're shooting video they may not necessarily be better for the hunt overall but they can help you shoot video so when you see video of tur- people turkey hunting with decoys, They might not necessarily be using the decoys because it's the most helpful thing to use. They might be using the decoys because it may buy them a little slack and a little extra movement uh, so that they can shoot the video. So just by the fact that they're doing video might be the reason or the best benefit of the decoys. That said, I'm not that cynical and I'm not that uh, anti-decoy, but it's just the truth. There's a lot of people pushing decoys because of the money in the industry. You know, this, this podcast is not sponsored by any decoy manufacturers. Now, if somebody wanted to sponsor me, they said, hey, we'd like to sponsor you. Use our decoys. If, you know, tell people if you like them. I'd think about it. I'd consider it. I'd give it a shot but I wouldn't compromise the truth of when decoys are helpful versus when decoys are not helpful. And I think the lines have been blurred there. There are times when they are helpful, but I'm just going to be honest with you, depending on where and how you hunt, I believe there are more times when they're not just unhelpful, but they're a liability. So let's jump into that here. I've got three, maybe even some bonus uh, situations where turkey decoys, may be a liability. So the first one, you are hunting in thick cover. You're hunting in thick cover and you are relying on that that turkey to try to see that decoy, to change the way it's going to move and where it's going to look. And it's just not going to happen. That that bird's not going to see the decoy in a lot of situations before it sees you. So what ends up happening is you think you're counting on the decoys to help you, but then you're getting spotted before the decoy because you're easier to see because you're bigger and you're moving and the decoy probably isn't. And you've actually created a situation where you know you would have probably been stealthier. You would have up set, set up in a different place. You would have done things differently if you didn't have a decoy. But now because you do you you you've handicapped yourself so thick cover and dense areas are not the best places the number two time when decoys turkey decoys can be more of a liability than help when you have a lot of deer around a lot of deer or just a fair amount of deer that are liable to get reasonably close to that decoy you know turkeys i think for the most part, like decoys, or they're oblivious to them. They don't care either way. That's what I've seen in terms of turkeys interacting with my decoys. They're either slightly drawn to them, or they couldn't care less. They're not attracted or repelled. Deer, on the other hand, um, at least every deer in Pennsylvania that I've ever seen while I had a decoy out, hate turkey decoys. They they see them from a distance they're angry at them. They will snarl and stomp and huff and puff. I've had deer circle me for an hour and just wheeze, just, you know, so loud that everything within a few hundred yards can hear. I mean, for an hour or two, just circle and do that. I'm sitting there like I would do anything right now to be able to shoot this deer just to stop this from happening. But when you know when that starts happening, no turkey's coming in from anywhere. You might as well just pack up and leave, go to another spot, or leave the decoys there to be a deer magnet, and you go hunt somewhere else. You know, if you if there's deer where you're hunting, decoys. In my experience, I don't think the deer can smell the decoys from a distance. Like I'm not thinking they're picking up the human scent on the decoys. I think it's just whatever reason they they just pick out the fact that it's not real, that it's unnatural. I've had them react the exact same way to the cheap decoys and the expensive fancy ones, the same. Really no difference. So if you're hunting in a high deer area, if you're hunting on deer trails, uh I think you're going to handicap yourself trying to use decoys. In fact, you probably ruin your hunt. I've had more turkey hunts ruined by my decoys and deer than every other thing that has ever gone wrong combined to the point where i just just won't even take the decoys out anymore to a lot of places just because i know what's more likely to happen is the deer are going to cause a problem versus the turkeys every now and then i'll get a deer upset with me but i've had many more deer who couldn't have cared less that i was there whereas Almost every time I've had a deer get within 100 yards of a decoy, it's hunt over. It's just done. Just blew up your spot, blew up the whole deal. Maybe you hope a bird's going to come in a couple hours later that didn't know any of that ever happened. But in terms of local birds that are right nearby, it's over. So just, just a liability. So number three time when hunting with turkey decoys can be a liability when you don't know the birds that you're hunting i say when you don't know the birds and you haven't done enough scouting and you haven't you don't have enough intel you don't have enough recon to know the birds that you're hunting for example say you put out a jake decoy or a small tom decoy if you're hunting two-year-old toms or maybe even three-year-old toms who aren't the dominant bird in the area, there's a pretty good chance they'll be repelled by the decoy. They're they're not going to come in and fight it. They're not going to come in saying, hey, who's this aggressor on my turf? Only a boss tom is going to do that, more or less, most of the time. So if you're hunting birds, it could even be mature turkeys. Well, turkey's mature at two at three he's uh you know he's an elder really but you could be hunting you know three and four year old turkeys but if there's a bigger five-year-old turkey or it's not even necessarily just age you might have a three-year-old tom that's just bigger and meaner and he's just established himself as dominant if you're not hunting the dominant bird and you're using male decoys you could push him away so a lot of times i like rather go out with one hen or two hens unless i've got reason to believe that i'm hunting the the top dog but if you've done that level of recon and you have that kind of intel you're 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 in a you're in a different category of hunter you're in a different you're at a different level you're you're probably not a beginner you're probably not a new hunter you're probably even not an intermediate hunter you're someone that really is put on the boot time. They're really an expert in the woods. They really know what they're looking at. You're at the advanced level and you're able to make, um, I'm going to say, you know, you know, really precise and nuanced decisions for decoy use. And you would probably pick a Tom, you a small Tom or a Jake decoy for the purpose of agitating that boss Tom. So you're hunting a specific bird at that point. You are an advanced hunter. So in that situation, with that kind of knowledge and understanding and experience and recon and intel and scouting, you could use a decoy really effectively. But most of the time, even a lot of experienced hunters, even people who are masters, aren't always putting in that kind of time and and research. So for most of the time, you know, you're just not at that level. Now I will say this too. This is maybe 3.5. It's not. You don't know the birds that you're hunting. You don't know the time of the season. Early season birds are more aggressive usually than later in the season. So you have toms that are going to be more aggressive, more willing to fight, more willing to come in to push out. Uh, uh. You know, someone they're not familiar with. So that tom, de- that that Jake or tom decoy could be helpful. Whereas later in the season they're tired, they're worn out, they, they don't have as much testosterone, they're not as willing to take risks, they're not as blinded by passion, so to speak, and they're just less likely to want to mess with it. So knowing the birds and knowing the time of the season can help determine if a decoy is a liability or if it's something that's useful. Another thing that goes with that, and the same, the same number three, is you, know, you don't know the birds, you don't know the number of birds. Right, if you are hunting one lone Tom, that's different than if you're hunting a flock of turkeys. So, you know, you people go out there sometimes and they've got 15, 20 decoys, and it, they, they're just not hunting the birds they think they're hunting. They just they're 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 thinking they're gonna pull in, you know, a flock of birds when there are no flocks. They just don't know what's going on. And, you know, Jake sees that or a, a two-year-old Tom sees that. And he's like, uh, I don't need to mess with all those gobblers, right? He's, he sees a gang. If it's not inviting him, he's looking at a gang. He's like, i can to get out of here. You know, not going to give that the time of day. So in those situations, you're just pushing birds away. You're just pushing them. Uh, and then a bonus one, number four time when hunting with decoys could be a liability instead of a help when you change the way you hunt to hunt around the decoy as opposed to the best way to hunt that bird. I said when you change the way you hunt to hunt around the decoy instead of trying to figure the best way to hunt that bird. So you get to your listening post before dawn. You're sitting there waiting trying to figure out, okay, where are the birds around here? Where should I move? Where should I set up? You don't set up at a listening post. You listen right you don't unpack and get down and get all your calls out you listen and you try to figure out where's the best place to set up where are their birds let me try to find a, a place closer to them you're listening and you say oh there's a gobbler down there he's he's along that ridge and you know maybe i can get close to him so you start moving and you say, okay, well, he's he's way on up there. You know, I'd like to get within maybe 150 or 200 yards of him, but you see that that's just thick woods. So instead of getting closer,
2: this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Takovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Takovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more.
1: To, to, to increase your chances, you stop short. You're Now you're at 300 yards off. You're like, well, this is the best place to put decoys. So now you're setting up decoys so far away that your chances of getting that bird's attention and getting him hot and coming into you are much lower. But the place where would have been the best place to hunt the turkey was not a good place for decoys. So what you should have done, even if you carried the decoys in with you for miles, drop those decoys in the clearing, and then go in and find the best place and way to hunt that bird. Decoys are just, they're not that effective when you are, when you're mobile, when you're hunting big area, when you are going in and trying to find out where you're going to be. It's just, most of the time I've carried a decoy in that situation, I have regretted it. In fact, I don't know that I can think of a time where I didn't regret it. Because to use a decoy well, you really have to know the land, the topography, the situation, the birds. And you're going in to hunt a, you know, a thousand acres of public land. And you're going in, all right, you're going to listen. You're going to try to find where the turkeys are. You're going to try to set up in the right spot. You know, decoys are just dead weight and other and things that could give you away at that point. It's it's, it, it, it's just, it changes the way you hunt for the worse, right? It just changes the way that you hunt for the worse. Now, there are times when decoys are the right tool, right? If you are in Iowa and you're hunting a big field and you've got a blind set up in the middle of that field that looks like, a, a, a you know, one of those big, you know hay bale rolls and you're trying to call birds into you in the middle of that field well you probably should set up a spread of decoys you probably need to you're trying to call birds out of the woods or out, out of wherever they're at and in the middle of that field where you're at you need to give them something to see in the wide open area you need to put it on the right side of the blind or i should say the correct side of the blind so that you can draw those turkeys into you know an area that you can shoot. That may be a time where you know decoys are absolutely a help. Maybe you are hunting the edge of a field and you can only hunt the edge of the field because somebody owns the rest of the field, but the turkeys are in the rest of the field. Well you could set up some decoys, maybe a blind uh, in the corner of that field where you're allowed to hunt, and now you give those birds a reason, if you've got the right decoys and the right situation, you give them a reason to something to see that might pull them to the corner of that field into the legal place that you can hunt. You know, And if you're shooting TV and you need something for birds to look at that's not you and your cameraman because you're shooting TV, you've got extra motion, you got to be talking back and forth to your cameraman hey, you know, what about this? And when should we take the shot? Should I take the shot now? You've got to be whispering for the people, you know, who are watching your videos. You've got to narrate a little bit. Yeah, yeah, there's the Tommy's coming in. All right. Oh, look, there's another one behind him. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you need something to keep their attention while you're taking all this extra time while you're adjusting your camera angle, while you're waiting for the cameraman to say yep, now it's in focus, now you can raise and take a shot. And if the birds do come in and you are able to get them there and the decoys can can hold their attention for a little bit. Um not to say that the decoys may have helped the overall hunt. You know, I I think there's plenty of times in those kind of situations where people making TV would have had a better chance of taking a bird if they weren't making TV and they didn't have decoys. But if you do get the birds to come in, those decoys can help buy you that extra extra time, that extra room that you need in order to do the TV stuff, which is kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy then because you see all this TV, all these videos, everybody's got decoys. Well, that doesn't mean decoys work better. That just means it's really hard to, to get these hunts on film without decoys you never know you don't know how many hunts those guys went out and didn't shoot anything you don't know how many hunts they blew because they had you know the wrong kind of decoys or the wrong setup of decoys or they just didn't set up in the best place because they needed to have decoys so that they could get to hunt on film easier Uh, you just don't know that you also don't know how many of them are hunting on turkey farms Or places that are protected or where the turkeys are fed and bred. You don't know. You don't know what that situation is. So, you know, don't just believe everything you see because, well, they were on video and they used the decoy. Well, yeah, they also may have had guides that scouted day and night for weeks to find the right spot to know exactly what kind of decoys to use and how to maximize the chance of that hunt being successful and getting good film for TV. You know, these things can happen like that. So I want to encourage you guys, you don't need decoys. Much of the time, they're not gonna help you. Uh, There are times though where it's good. There are times where they are a beneficial tool. But don't think every time you walk into the woods if you're not carrying a decoy bag, you know, your odds are lower for the day. Uh, I very rarely take decoys anymore. Because I've found them more often to be a liability. Now, how did I learn these things? By doing every one of these stupid things, I have, I have learned through blowing my own hunts, uh, you know, about the liabilities of decoys. But like I said, there are times, and you learn, and you grow, and you get experience, and you develop that sense where you can tell, hey, is this a ch- time and opportunity? Where a decoy might be the right tool. You know, that might be one out of ten hunts. But then again, you might have a particular parcel you can hunt. I did an episode, what was it last week or two weeks ago? Something like that, how to hunt small parcels. You know, maybe you have a two acre piece of land to hunt on. And and the best strategy you can put up on that piece of land because of the how it is and the and the terrain and all that is to have a blind and a little clearing with some decoys. You may have determined that that's your best chance. I'm not saying don't do that. That's a decision though that's strategic. it's a decision that you've come through by study and research and learning the land and learning the birds and that may absolutely be a good time for you to use decoys but most of the time when hunters especially new hunters head into the woods especially on public land it it, it just there you don't have that kind of knowledge and understanding. So if you're new to the sport or you're looking to get into the sport or you're trying to up your game in the sport, I would say decoys is not the way to do it, except in a small, you know, group of scenarios. But like I said, don't invest your your focus in the decoys right now. Invest your focus into learning how to hunt turkeys, how to listen, how to move, where they go, how to, to get up on them, how to call, you don't need to be a master at caller. You just need to be proficient with one or two calls. You need to, to, to learn, get some woodsmanship, just some experience in the woods. And like I said, as you grow, as you develop, you'll develop that intuition for when a decoy might actually be good in this scenario. I'm not saying don't ever buy decoys. I'm just saying you need to know that the the, the chances, that the opportunities in a lot of places for decoys to help are smaller than when they will be a hindrance, but that's like any tool, right? I'm not just bashing decoys here. You know, if you use a hammer, when a screwdriver was the right tool, it's not going to help you. It's going to hurt you. That doesn't mean hammer is a bad tool. It just means it's not the right tool for that situation. Now, maybe you, you work in an area where you need a lot of hammers. So you might hunt in a place where you, decoys are helpful more often than they're not. Then again, you might work in a place where you only use screws. So you might hunt in places where you never use decoys. You just need to understand and look at and examine. Think independently. Don't just succumb to the good marketing and the video of people shooting gobblers over decoys. Because it's harder to shoot video without decoys. right? It's just harder to get those things. So don't, don't buy into that. Don't be pulled into the marketing. Don't be pulled into the hype. Don't be pulled into all that because you might end up hurting yourself. You know, When in doubt, don't take a decoy. If you're not sure a decoy is a help in this situation, don't take it. It's easier to, to move in the woods without a decoy. It takes less work. There's less risk. Um, the whole deal is easier. You can hide better. Uh, so all that said, I hope that's helpful for you guys. Uh, I want to invite you to please help me get this information out to more people. Help me get this content out to more people. You know, sharing the podcast is great, but what I've found the number one way to get the podcast to more people is to leave a positive review, a five-star review with a comment, with a comment on uh, Apple, Apple podcast or iTunes. Reason being not, it's not because I need more five-star reviews and comments. I don't care that much. The reason being is the algorithm is affected by comments and reviews. So, the more comments and reviews you have, especially in a steady stream, Apple will show the podcast to more people. It'll rank higher in the search results. We're able to, it'll be recommended to more people, and we can get this content out to more people. Like I'd mentioned, there are no sponsors. I pay money every month to host this show, to, you know, build my own website with my own hands. Um, You know, I pay money to get this content out there, nobody's paying me to do it, and I just want to get it to as many people as possible to help turkey hunters, to help people get into turkey hunting, and of course every other kind of hunting. You can head to the website newhuntersguide.com, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of episodes on turkey hunting. Every season I do a string of turkey hunting episodes. And then we got deer hunting episodes, and we got duck hunting episodes. And we've got, you know, I've got everything from crows to pheasants to you. I mean, coyotes, it's, it's all there. And uh, adding more stuff every year and every season. But, you know, check it out. Leave me a comment. Send me an email. Would love to hear from you. Would love your, your feedback, your suggestions, your stories, ideas for future episodes. I read every single one that comes in and I reply to every single one that comes in. I love hearing from you guys. So till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods.
0: You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting
2: and land management app.